This is Idaho Sports Talk with Prater in the Ball Game on Sports Radio 95.3 FM and 1350 AM. The Ticket. What's going on and welcome, Idaho Sports Talk fans. We're Prater in the Ball Game. I'm Johnny JP, controlling the buttons here in the RowPaint.com studio and Prater. Hour number two, we got Rock Jocks and Pop Culture giving away Big Sky tickets. We're going to talk about a serious gambling allegation and punishment in the NFL. But first, we're talking to a state champion, huh, Prater? Two-time state champion ballgame. I'm sure he's not going to let us forget that. How about this? The 2022 state championship, and what a game it was, what a crowd it was. Centennial versus Hawaii, and the head basketball coach, of the expansion, Hawaii Storm, Andy Harrington on the Fat Guys Fresh Deli Hotline. Welcome to Idaho Sports Talk, Coach, and let me be the first to say it in this group, congratulations, man. Well done. Oh, thank you. Thanks for, thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, thanks. Awesome, man. Uh, you know, I guess, you know, you're you're getting a lot of congratulations right now and a lot of, hey, thanks for your support and whatnot, but what ultimately coach was the was the biggest key factor in you guys able to do this i mean a first year program never happened at that level as we've heard and and what was that big factor that main key piece in the way you were able to win this thing uh well i think number one you have to have good players to to be able to have a chance at that but um just our toughness in defense i thought there were some really crucial possessions in that tournament over the course of three games where we got stops when we needed to um, where we just had to dig down and, and find a way, and we did. So that was, but it's easy when you got some really high level players. So, you know, was there like, I mean, the fact that there, there wasn't any history to speak of. You guys hadn't been this far. Mm-hmm. Like, just the freshness of being year one and some of those crowds. And yeah. man, you guys had, it looked like you guys had as much support as any high school program I've seen in that tournament, coach. <laughs> And this is yeah. year one. Like, where'd all that support come come from? And how were you able to to get the masses behind you like that? Wow, what a crowd! We had a ton of support all year. Our administration, Dane Roy, who came over from Rocky, and Cliff Rice, our principal, have been pushing that over at that school all season. Our fall sports had great support too. And so, um, when our season started, we had a lot of hype behind us and. We we performed pretty well all year, and we had some guys that can really play, and it just kept growing and growing. And I think, you know, at that state tournament, people wanted to come watch us play. Um, guys like Jack Payne that can do some special things athletically, they they love watching that. And uh, it was just really good timing. I mean, it was a lot of good players came together to play, and we performed at a high level. So it was it was exciting to watch. I mean, there were. 11, 12,000 people in that Idaho Center on Saturday night. So, We're talking high school basketball. Andy Harrington, the coach of the 5A state champion Hawaii Storm last year, the coach of the 4A state champion Middleton Vikings. Coach, uh, I know you don't want to turn this into a you conversation, but let's talk about the common theme here between last year and this year and what you've been done. You're a young coach. You're kind of starting your career. Uh, I'm afraid at this yep. track pace, you're you're off to becoming the next Coach K. Duke has an opening eventually down the road. Um, but no, let's talk about you and your role in this. Just you know, give yourself a couple minutes to. How did you pull off this back-to-back state championship deal? 
Um, well, like I said, I mean, having a guy like Tyler Medeiros last year and then guys like Jack Payne, Liam Campbell, and a whole bunch of good players, uh, it makes it a lot easier. Um, just trying to put our guys in a position to be successful. But I think I think defense and toughness are the, the big ones that we really keyed on all year just in terms of with both Middleton and Hawaii. If you don't do those things, you can't control the games where you miss shots. And those were just our key – key points to the guys is just staying staying calm and playing as hard as you can possibly play for the entire 32 minutes out there and then obviously the talent took over at times you're a young coach i mentioned that can i ask how old you are are you have you are you 30 yet 29 29, 29 which i remember as a boise state football guy back in the day when the, there was a lot of national headlines that a guy by the name of brian harston and a guy by the name of justin wilcox at 29 years old were named offensive and defensive coordinators at boise state and had great success and went off to become head coaches. So 29 is a magical number. Tell us about, I mean, what kind of coach are you? Just describe your kind of coaching style. Um, you know, we're, we're, we hold our guys accountable, and we're pretty hard on them at times, but I think just kind of that newer generation of being a player's coach, um, getting to know our guys off the court, having fun with our guys on the court and off the court, and just pushing them when we need to, but also having that, like, I know back in the day, like, the coach is the coach, and that's everything, but I think it's more developing a relationship with the kids so when you do need to get on them, which doesn't have to be every day, they listen to you and trust you. So I think that was the big thing for us was just I can't yell at a guy that doesn't have my trust. I've got to, I've got to build that relationship first. You, you talked about this next generation of coaches being 29. Some of these kids are 17, 18 years old. Um, you were just mm-hmm. you were slow, slightly removed from that. Is it easier or more difficult or maybe a little bit of both for you to get this connection? It seems like it would probably be, um, I don't know, maybe a little bit easier? Well, just it's like all of our, a lot of our staff is pretty young. My dad is the oldest guy on the staff, and he was a teacher in the Boise School District for 30 years. So he, okay. he, he's, he does bring a good piece to our staff just in terms of his experience, both being a teacher and a coach at North Junior High for a long time. But um just it's easy to relate to them we kind of have an idea of what they're going through because we were there for the start of the social media boom and now it's it's at another level now but just being able to relate to them with that has been been pretty good there's stuff that they say now that i'm like wait what what the heck does that mean but (laughs) um yeah it, it has been pretty easy to relate to them He's Andy Harrington. He's a state championship winning coach two times over now, most recently with the Hawaii boys winning a state title at the 5A in their first year of existence. He's with us right now. And, Coach, you know, what advantages, if any, did you have in being the year one? You know, I've talked to people around this valley, and they're like, oh, yeah, dude, Hawaii's like a super team. You know, like there, there's there's a, there's an element of recruiting with high school basketball in this valley now with open enrollment. Kids can go where they want to go, and Hawaii had a hell of a package. Like Hawaii was the place everybody wanted to go play. What do you say to that? And did you have advantages in that level, saying, "Hey, you guys can come here, be a part of this really kick-ass expansion team," and holy shnikes, hell yeah, worked for you. Well, what, what do we say about that? Uh, you know, I think this for me, Hawaii was appealing because it's a sincere school and the, the people that had the vision behind it were people that had the same vision that I did. So, um, being able to create my own culture and be the first, like, there's no before me, it's, this is how we do it, um, was really appealing. And then 
I mean, Owyhee is in an area in our valley that is growing like crazy. So, you know, there's a lot of neighborhoods going up in that area, and it's a place where people are moving to. So I just knew that there'd be, over time, I didn't realize how much talent we would have right away, but over time, um, what, if people are moving to Idaho, that's an area that they're going to move to, and that's an area in our valley that's going to grow. And if there's growth, there's talent. If you look at Rocky Mountain, that was similar to them. Um, it took a few years, but they got going pretty fast. So that was the biggest thing that was appealing. But we were fortunate with a few a few kids that moved in. Obviously, every kid that was a sophomore through senior is going to be a transfer no matter what, um, whether they're at whether they're in the band or the football team because we're a brand new school. But Coach, what would you say is the state of, of high school basketball? And I don't I'm talking individually. I remember when I came to this valley 20, 30 years ago, there wasn't a lot of division one players players going off to play mm-hmm. division one basketball. And there's still not a lot, but there's at least some now. And you could find kind of sure. players all over this country scattered, not a ton, but enough out there. You got a guy like Jack Payne, you mentioned him. He looks like a beast. I saw some highlights of him over the weekend. I don't know if he's got a mm-hmm. chance to go anywhere or if there's other guys in the valley, but uh how would you describe that high school basketball in terms of sending players to Division One colleges is getting better in this valley? Well, number one, Jack's going to Colorado State, and he had about 12 offers. Nice. Um, and I mean, he had, a, I mean, about three weeks ago, University of Arkansas called about him. But um, Liam Campbell, who moved from California, their parents were, his family just wanted to, they'd been in the valley before, just in terms of visiting it, and they wanted to, um, moved to Idaho and you know with the way COVID has affected certain states they wanted to get out of that with California and so Idaho was a transition because it's such a nice place that people are starting to figure that out so yeah. like Liam has an offer from USC and Washington State um, and he's on our team as a sophomore and Jackson Rasmussen is a six seven freshman that is going to definitely have a plenty of offers when it's all said and done so I think wow. it's just the Valley is growing at a very fast rate. Um, and people are recognizing that it's a good place to move to. And talent's definitely growing here. Uh, over in Eastern Idaho, there's multiple kids that are really good. Up North Blake Buchanan is a definite division one kid. So our state's getting bigger and there's more people. I love it, man. And all these kids, like you said, Pac-12 schools, Colorado state, which is a good basketball program. Andy Harrington, the head coach of Hawaii, just building this juggernaut here in the valley with the Hawaii Storm. Holy smokes! You know, won the first of their of the state championship in their first year of existence. And and coach, I got a question. I mean, you played a little bit at Idaho State. You ended up transferring to to my alma mater, the University of Idaho, and went there. And yep. just the love you've had with basketball. You know, how did you become this basketball coach? How did you and the game fall in love with each other so well? Yeah, just growing up, uh, you know, my family is, was huge into sports. I went to BK. I played football, basketball, baseball there. But my dad and my grandpa were huge sports fans. So we just went to every Bishop Kelly game, football, basketball, state tournament, get out at, get out at noon to go out to College of Idaho back then to watch them and root them on. So from a young age, I was just a huge sports fan. And my dad uh, taught and coached at North Junior High football and basketball for a long time. And so – um, just grew up a huge fan. And when I got into high school, I, I played all three, but basketball became my best sport. And then just being a walk on at Idaho state, I started to fall in love with it in terms of just the game itself. Um, and from there just went, went up to Idaho and was a manager. And then I coached at a prep school on the East coast for one year and 
I definitely knew I wanted to be involved with it. And helping Scott Darson for one year at College of Idaho was a blast, but I, I knew I wanted to be a high school coach because um, it's just I wanted to live in the Valley. So, Coach, it sounds like your roster might be loaded next year. It sounds like you're not going anywhere. It sounds like you're a high school coach and you want to be a high school coach, and uh, I'm assuming you're coming back to Hawaii. There's no 6A, so you can't transfer up and win a 6A state championship next year, but <laughs> sounds like you got a pretty good thing going on with a loaded roster at Hawaii. Good, th- good times ahead? Uh, yeah. I mean, we have we have everyone except Jack Payne and then Braden Hansen, who didn't play a lot of minutes but played a big role on our team just in terms of our team but we do have a lot of guys back and we're excited about the future with where we're going and we're just going to keep trying to get better so i love it man coach best of luck i know it's been a whirlwind these last couple of days and we really appreciate you sending uh spending 15 minutes with us answering our stupid questions and stuff like that (laughs) again congratulations coach harrington well done no i appreciate you guys i my dad and i used to my, and my brother would listen to your guys' show every day after school. So, appreciate you having me on. Thanks for making Prater feel old. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Coach. Appreciate you, bud. Great stuff, man. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. I'll tell you this, Prater. Um, I think the team to beat in 5A moving forward is the OIE Storm. Sounded like it, huh? Sounded like it, huh? Right? Holy snakes. That's what? A- that's a big roster. He's got two, three D1 kids on his team in this valley. Nobody has that. No. Dude, that's a stinking juggernaut to what, what that he's building there. Good for him, and uh, I'm sure everyone's going to hate him now because they're really good, right? That's what happens. Yep. Right? Yep. You, every, you know, they're going to make excuses for why they're good. Well, they do this, and they do that, and it's a super team, and they say, ah, you know, I mean, that's what people do when you're good, and uh, that's what I'm going to do to Coach K in about an hour, and you're going to try to shoot me down on that. Mike Krzyzewski. Well, I, I, I'm just curious as to uh, to why you hate him. Eh, not saying that, but... Uh, I'm, I'm curious as to why you hate him. Uh, no, I just... Okay. <laughs> you, I, I will hopefully discover that curiosity for you in an hour <laughs> and be able to help you with it. It's going to be awesome, man. So uh, what do you guys think of Hawaii and them winning the state championship in their first year? You follow high school basketball closely in this valley? If so, we want to hear from you. Text us to our Cloverdale Plumbing text line, 208-424-9300. What are your thoughts on that interview? And, again, the Storm winning a title in year one. Major sports gambling situation going on in the NFL with an active NFL player. Me and Prater actually, I think, disagree slightly on this thing. What's your thoughts on the Calvin Ridley situation? That's where we are next, JP, Prater in the ball game.